Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today, guys. We're in the Caribbean for a brand new gin company that you guys are going to love. I am so excited to introduce you to Blue Light Gin. Uh, on the podcast today is Aaron Salyer and Jim Jardine. I hope I said that right. If I said That's it wrong, it. You, can, you can correct me. Uh, guys, it is so great having you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much. It's really, uh, really glad to be here. And it's so that, nice to have a little chat with you and you can see actually where we are in the I background. I know. <laughs> I mean, so just for those that are listening, we don't record video. Um, as you guys know, this is all audio. But I mean, I do a lot of my interviews on Zoom. So when this one came up, you can like see the ocean in the background. Like I, anyway, and I'm here uh-huh. in the basement in Atlanta. Um, not that I don't love Atlanta. It's just I'd rather be there. Um, yeah. So it's good to see you guys. Out of dream. I, I think that's amazing. Uh, it's great seeing you guys. So excited to learn about your company. Um, as I do in every one of our podcasts, I, I like to start first with you guys and and some of your background and, and how you got to where you are today before we get to the company and the brand. So just share with us and our listeners some of your background and story and how did you even get into this industry? Okay. Yeah. So, um, um, my name is Aaron. I'm originally from uh, Australia, but uh, I spent most of my life professionally, um, kind of in the Middle East, a little bit in Asia, a little bit in Australia, a little bit of the U.S. Um, I come from like a marine engineering background. Sure. So, um, we were doing things from building artificial islands in the Middle East to building surfing reefs in Australia. Wow. Um, to doing coastal protection um, studies. And so my interest is really in in the coastal environment and coming to the Caribbean, the ocean and the, the marine life here was really my draw card. And so that's what pulled me in. And um, who you know, wouldn't? I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That sounded like a fun career as it was. Uh-huh. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, I, I loved it. And I just moved to the Caribbean, not because I was trying to get away, just because I wanted to see a different perspective on um, what was going on over here. And turns out I didn't end up doing any engineering here, but I found the love of something else. So that's pretty awesome. Fell into that. And, uh, and then I met this crazy character named Jim. <laughs> All right, Jim, over to you. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so obviously I'm, uh, I'm Jim Jardine. Um, grew up on the east coast of Canada, and um, my wife and I, we moved down here probably 10 years ago. So we kind of, like I say, grew up in the Halifax area, eastern Canada, moved out to the western side where kind of all the, the jobs and the tech was. Um, I was a uh, IT engineer, um, so we worked in utility companies. So that was kind of my day job. And then I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit. So sure. we had, yeah, so we, uh, we had a rental company where we had uh, 88 units. Um, so that kind of kept us going. And then finally we reached a point where we said, okay, when is enough is enough. And we kind of got to that stage and uh, we bought a boat, moved down to, uh, to Mexico, traveled through there and then into Central America and then uh, got over onto the Caribbean side and, Decided this place is a little a little smoother. The water is nicer sure. and warmer. It's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, then we uh, we sold that boat and um, then we decided to move down here. And uh, yeah, we uh, 
we, because we sailed through so many islands, we kind of knew which one we thought we'd want to live on, and uh, Grenada being the one that we chose. Sure, so, Grenada's beautiful. We've so been here for a little over ten years now. So I, so because you just said this, I have to ask. So like, what what makes Grenada a great place to live versus other places that you might have visited in your forays on the boat? Um, it's uh, it's part of the Commonwealth, so it's very easy for you know Canadians to, to come here. God, um, makes sense. But to be honest, though, the people are the, what really brought us here. They're so kind and nice. Um, you know, there's virtually no crime. There's there's tons of waterfalls. There's uh, good water supply. We're below the hurricane belt, which is important if you're a sailor. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a pretty pretty chill place to be. Yeah, amazing. I um, have only been there on a cruise, and like I'm sure many people would say, yeah, we stopped there like for an hour, you know. And I, I think you don't really get to see the real parts of the island, you know, during those kind of cruises. So, anyway, I, I uh, but I, I beautiful. I mean, and I've only heard wonderful things. So, how did you guys meet? Drinking gin. Um, yeah, <laughs> we met. So, um, actually the, the distillery that we have is, is, uh, on a, on a beachfront resort property. So <laughs> wow. we're actually, nice. um, we're actually about five steps behind the bar. So when people come, <laughs> so you can make the product and like, just walk it over to the bar. There's like, that's no, distribution. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We actually, we actually have gin on tap because oh, it, that's just, amazing. it just made it easier for everybody. Um, so I was at the bar one night and um, yeah, met this guy at the time. He had this crazy long beard, <laughs> this like Hawaiian shirt and, um, you know, some rolled up sleeves. And somebody said, oh, that's Jim. That's the guy that started making gin. Jim makes I, gin. Got it. I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> um, so ended up, we, we started chatting and basically I tried the gin that he was making and it was... Um, in the very, very early stages. So it was still a little dry, dry, a little, <laughs> it, was a little it, 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 it was interesting. Interesting. That's never a good um, word in my vocabulary, but, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I saw the concept and, sure. um, I, one of the, the first question I said to him was like, you're making gin in the Caribbean. Who else is making gin in the Caribbean? And then he said, nobody no right and i was like bing yeah neat idea all right jim so um, like how, jim you gotta you gotta um tell us how did you even start in in making gin so it's a kind of convoluted story we we got down here you know not uh, expecting to do anything um just kind of chill out and relax and right you can only do yoga so many times a day so. <laughs> i was gonna say i mean so you know i got a little bit bored and started a juice company and okay. uh, yeah. So, um, so basically we had, you know, basically every fruit that grew on this Island and there's many. And one afternoon we discovered that one of the barrels didn't get put into the freezer and it had gone off. It was mangoes and it, it was starting to, you know, get a little bit ripe. So I thought, oh, what if we put some yeast into here and see if we can ferment it? So we did that. And then we, you know, kind of, you know, kludged together a little, a uh, little still and we made some some mango vodka or whatever you want to call it, and some mango booze. Yum. And then that was kind of the, the seed that started it all. So then once we kind of you know started playing with that more, we take more barrels out of the freezer and let them spoil. <laughs> then uh, <laughs> so we were making orange like things out of orange, out of passion fruit, like we we're doing sure. all kinds of uh, just fruits. And then uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how it got started. That's and then great. we decided, yeah, booze is really more our style than juice. So right. 
yeah, so we moved over to that. I love it. So, okay, so you guys met through this occurrence. Um, and at what point, how did you go from meeting each other and kind of sampling product, uh, the rough made product to going, you know what, we should start a company um, and build something around this? So I, I had already started the company. So the juice company was got um, it was was fully running, and then uh, yeah, and then we switched over this because we have the guy that runs this resort that we're on. Uh, he's Canadian, so he gave us a call and said, uh, you know, hey, why don't you why don't you come down here? It'd be good synergy between the two of us. Got it. Um, so and you know it was uh, it was shaky grounds like it was you know I was, um, didn't have any marketing experience right. um but had a lot of production experience so sure. we kind of worked worked through that and then when Aaron came along then uh, then things started to you know the fireworks started to go off all right so talk about that Aaron how did that what happened next um so yeah so we're sitting at the bar we're drinking this less than perfect gin <laughs> um we're getting more and more intoxicated and then the the questions start coming out like, have you thought about this? Right. Have you thought about this? Um, the first thing that I thought in my head when I asked him, like, who else is making gin in the Caribbean? And he said, no one. And I said, well, I mean, it needs to be called Caribbean gin. Because at the time when I, when I met him, um, he was really, I mean, he was only just starting and, and he was very focused on Grenada. And Grenada is, is really small, and, and we're in right. rum country. We're, we're deep That's in rum, rum country. country. That's right. Um, so, like, there's not a lot of gin drinkers down here um, on this island specifically. But when you put all of the Caribbean islands together, you know, then you start That's, talking then about... You, then you have a market. Then you start talking about, like, you know, actual volume of people. Sure. And so I, the, immediately that night, I said, it, it can't be called Grenada gin. It's got to be called Cari- the Caribbean called gin. Caribbean gin, right? And that kind of that kind of triggered our conversation to like, you know, maybe we can actually make a product here and make a company. Yeah. All right, so fast forward for us. Um, how, how did you go from the fun drunk conversation to hey, okay, now we're going to create a business and like actually do something? Yeah, so the business was already going, and then uh, Aaron, oh, Aaron came yeah. on board. Yeah, so um, but it, it kind of got reborn. It was you know, it. the first one was kind of a false start. So then, um, yeah, so one, once Aaron came on, then we rebranded, and you know, he, he's got great skills for that. So um, we just transformed everything. You know, we 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 uh, kind of worked on a, a recipe that we really liked. Um, kind of you know picked out, you know, the different uh, botanicals that we wanted to use. And we wanted to use as many as we possibly could from this island. Got it. So we use 14. Uh, this is the island of spice. Uh, the, you know, the spices and botanicals that come from here, it's just, it's, so, it's a no-brainer. Okay, so explain um, to our audience, when you say the 14 botanicals, like what, what, were, what were the types of things you were having to pick out? So for local, like for gin... You know, gin obviously has to have juniper berries, which sure. don't grow here. Um, so, you know, we bring those in. Um, but there's coriander, there's uh, angelica, there's orris. Uh, we use star anise, there's cinnamon. We use cocoa or, or chocolate. Sure. Chocolate down, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different things that uh, a conventional gin wouldn't normally have. Um, it's not like that they, people don't use them. It's not right. like a, a really, really strange gin, but... Um, and you know, the still that we, uh, that we've got, we, you know, we kind of tuned that to every still has its own personality and the way it works. So we've got that kind of tuned the way we want it and wow. it, uh, it's consistent and 
yeah, we're, we're pretty happy with that one. That's very cool. And what about the name Blue Light? Where'd that come from? Blue Light, it's pretty interesting because the um, the resort is called Le Fais Bleu, oh. which uh, translates from French to uh, roughly from uh, the Blue Lighthouse. Got um, it. One of the features of the resort is there a ship with a lighthouse on it that was used for navigation. Got it. So, and... That, that's kind of where the name came from. We just kind of anglicized it and uh, it. That's, that's how it switched. All right. So you decided to make some gin. You've got uh, the production capacity. You, you obviously have a good formula you've worked through. What about packaging, bottling, et cetera? How did you figure out that process? Um, that came down to like, how can we make this thing look irresistible <laughs> i love the packaging by the way the bottle is um, so beautiful because like i said at the beginning like my whole thing i'm very ocean inspired everything i do is around the ocean so we tried to pull in those um caribbean you know turquoise blues that you see here when we look Absolutely. out of our window yep. like we're looking at it every day um we really tried to hone in on the idea that we're a small um, because I mean, it's, it's, it's time. It's a small distillery. Sure. So everything is hand done. Everything's handmade. So like on the back of the packaging, we've got this hand painted, um, sort of mural of, uh, tropical. And is that inside like, the label? Purple, so you see it through the clear glass? You see it through yeah, the glass. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so that was our friend. So she hand painted those, um, so she hand painted, awesome. hand painted the, the distillery wall. So if you see a photograph of a, our actual distillery inside like this hand painted blue um tropical sort of looking um scene um and then you know even even down to the details where you know we, we tried to get away from plastic um sure. you know we swapped we swapped out like an old plastic screw top for a nice beechwood um, yep. cork love top. that yeah um you know the, the labels are actually paper so oh wow um, you know, like they'll, they'll sit on the bottle fine, but, um, eventually, you know, one day they'll, they'll degrade. So, I mean, we really tried to just make it something that's when you pick it up you can look at it and, and, um, it just Take looks it like awesome. Yeah, and it just looks like it comes from the Caribbean. Yeah. That's what I love. Okay. So, um, um and then so great so did you package it there or did you have to go elsewhere for it and then what about initial distribution in the other uh, caribbean islands and whatnot um yeah the 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 packaging process is tricky like everything in the caribbean is tricky right <laughs> getting supplies um, and things i, yeah, I can't I mean, imagine and you like my initial conversation with jim at the beginning uh, with jim at the beginning was wait no one's done this before <laughs> and then as we get into it, we, re we realize why, because yeah. it's, it's tough. Sure. Like we spent weeks and weeks and weeks, like talking to different suppliers and, um, you know, like the logistics of how do you get stuff here? Um, does it actually turn up if you <laughs> an order? Um, you know, how long is it going to take? Like right. Can you not, like you can't like track that it doesn't it doesn't just come on time right it doesn't arrive there no, on the no, dates no, and you don't no. know like, where it is that's crazy everything's on island time like we've had you know like empty bottles and corks sitting on the dock for like days and days unaccounted for like you just have to be willing <laughs> to, so crazy. to push through it and luckily for us you know it's it's a beautiful place so 
time is on our side, but logistically doing business here is a nightmare. Right. <laughs> um, I can but, only imagine. You know, over the last couple of years, we've basically just pushed through those barriers just because we're like, no, nah, we're, we're going to make this work. Yeah. For we're, all the entrepreneurs we're out not, there. We're not leaving. Yeah. I love island. that. <laughs> Well, and for all, the, this works. for all the entrepreneurs out there, they're like, you know, we cover this on other podcasts. It's like, how long did it take? You just heard years, not weeks, not year, yeah. not months. Like yeah. it takes time to get things up and running. Yeah, just to get things rolling. Yeah. Right. Um, what about like, so once you have, you finally have a pretty bottle and it looks amazing. Were there, in, like, were you, was your goal to sell it into like all the resorts in Grenada first or, or what did that look like? Yeah. So that's, that was kind of the first step was, you know, to kind of get, um, you know, to get confirmation that the product was good. So we, we went to all the beach bars, all the major resorts. Like, so we're basically on, you know, in, in every, every sure. bar there is here. It's like, why not? Um, sure. We'll but, take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and they're very happy to have it and they're proud that, uh, that we're here and, you know, they, they want to share part of what's going on on this Island. It's very cool. Um, but this Island only has 110,000 people on it. So, <laughs> right. so we obviously had to branch out quite quickly. So Obviously, we just got on a plane and we started going up and down the island chains and went to Barbados, went to St. Lucia, St. Vincent. Now we're in the French islands of Guadeloupe and Martinique. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so it's it takes a lot of time, though, because even to send a sample to somebody is oh, a bit of a nightmare. I can't it's, imagine. You know, FedEx won't ship anything <laughs> over you know, 26% alcohol. Right, so you right. got to find you know, a sailor that's going up, you know, <laughs> make Seriously, a deal with them. That's so crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and all of those properties that you might be going to are onesie twosies, right? They're all individual resorts. They're not all part of a big chain. Like you can't say Marriott, take us into all your locations because there's just not a bunch of Marriott's around the Caribbean. Like, I mean, it's no. just, it's a totally different sales model. Yeah, it's weird. We went from, you know, here in Grenada, we'd sell, you know, three bottles at a time. And then we get to, you know, we get to Barbados and like, oh, they, they take a pallet, you know. So oh, right. Like, big order. Right? <laughs> big order. But, you know, but then we get to, to Martinique and they're like, okay, they take a half a container. And so it, it's, you know, our, we get new levels of excitement when we, when That's we get really these orders. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so where are we headed? So obviously you're still in uh, early stage growth mode. Is the goal to get into like the U S market, get into the Canadian market get, or, or is, what does that look like? Yeah. So, um, just before the, you know, the pandemic kind of really kicked in, I went home, I went back to Canada and I spent, uh, been, spent the summer there, which was fantastic because Canada in the summer, you know, for three months is quite nice. So, Beautiful. So I really enjoyed that. But while I was there, I went to the, you know, the three Atlantic provinces that, uh, you know, that I knew. So Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, you know, did all the paperwork. So now we're listed as a vendor up there because it's cold. They don't really buy, um, they don't buy gin in the, in the winter. So they'll buy it. They'll buy, you know, rums and whiskeys for the winter. So, so we fully expect to be in there next summer and, you know, Q, Q1 of uh, 2021, you know, that's, that's our goal is to be into the States. Awesome. That's exciting. Um, and yeah. obviously you guys know there's a unique distribution uh, method, the three tier distribution model for in, in the U S have you guys been talking to distributors or is that a next step or what does that look like from, for you guys? Yep. Def yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we've talked to distributors and importers, uh, you know, went through the process of getting your FDA approval. Right. And, Very yeah, good. So we're, uh, you know, we're definitely on a, uh, a direct path to it. That's um, awesome. It's just finding because our production is low and we're quite small. We want to find, you know, the right, 
right importer slash distributor that can uh, that will give us you know the time of day and, and put us on the in the right shelves <clears throat> that's amazing um you know i love to ask our uh our guests you know what what have been two or three of their biggest lessons learned in getting something off the ground and growing a, a new business and so i'm going to ask each of you guys that i'd love for you to share maybe one or two each of you know if you were to give some coaching to um, our listeners that are entrepreneurs or or want to be entrepreneurs if you want to call it that um what would be some advice that you would share uh, i mean this might sound a little cliche but it's really yeah, I mean, like we work a lot. Like, <laughs> right. like people think, yeah, you guys just living it up down there in the Caribbean, going <laughs> to the beach. Right. Like, no, man, we're like, we do long days, um, you know, always learning. Like I do most of the, the digital side of our job. So like that stuff is like, changing on a day-to-day basis you have to keep up to date no doubt you know i'm, I'm comp- always learning um doing new tutorials like even today i was like doing an, a new tutorial on new facebook updates um you know you gotta you gotta know exactly what's happening you gotta be at the front line of the digital marketing scene sure um which takes you know a lot of learning a lot of time um the second one is you got to love the product. You got to be passionate about the product. You got to love the product. <laughs> Otherwise, it's hard to put um, all that time in, I would think. Yeah, like, so for me, the whole time we've done this from, from day one, like it was, it's been fun. That's so awesome. Like, How, it, like in a great location, great product. And I'm guessing uh-huh. great partner. I, I was going to ask you about the importance of having a great you know, team or partner to work with and that, that value. And Yeah. And then I think the initial bonding over like <laughs> some homemade gin the homemade really gin. Set, set the seed <laughs> I bet. for when, relationship was going to to go um so i mean but it it was fun too it was fun the first day it was fun the second week you know it's still fun now um and you know we we have good days we have a lot of like days where we think i don't know if we're gonna be able to pay for fuel (laughs) this week but you know we'll and then somehow we just keep pushing and we make it work but then you know then we get a big order right. and then it's like, so awesome. Yeah, and they're like, man, how are we going to fill that order? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be flexible, willing. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's gotta be fun. Like, like that's why we're here. I get it. All right, Jim, what do you think? What one or two pieces of advice that you'd share? So the most important one is, I think, uh, just to echo what Aaron said is to make sure it's fun. You know, if it's, uh, if you're just doing it for the money, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons all the time. And, you know, we, we came down here looking for a simpler lifestyle, got bored and I still don't think I work, you know, it's just it's still fun every day. That's you know, really cool. Aaron, Aaron says we work all the time, but we did go for a boat ride today, you know, so oh, nice. we do yeah. have some fun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> we were talking shop the whole time. So. I'm sure. Um, That's a great place to get creative. Yeah. But I, I do think it's really important to, 
you know, to, to care about what you do and care about, you know, the people that are going to follow behind you. So, sure. you know, don't, don't leave a mess with plastic and garbage and stuff like that. Totally. Do kind of do the best you can. Um, you know, we're, we're in the process right now of, of upgrading our still, you know, and it's probably five or six times more efficient, you know, and you know, the, the resorts all, you know, it's got solar panels on every single roof. So sure, it, it's important to, you know, to look forward, not just, you know, grab some money today. And so we're, you know, obviously we want to make a profit and, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been profitable since day one, but it's, uh, it's just not that right. there's more to it. There's gotta be, uh, there's gotta be a bigger picture to it. I love that. Um, this has been so cool. And I, I have not, I have not just for our listeners. So I have not had a chance to, to try the gin yet. I will, um, someday, hopefully in the Caribbean or here once it's in the U S um, but share with our listeners where they can find you learn more about your product and brand. So unfortunately we're not available in the States yet, but yep. uh, our goal is to definitely be up there. Um, you know, Q1 of next year. Um, so if there's anybody that's uh, you know, a distributor slash importer looking for a boutique uh, gin, then give us a shout for sure. Um, but you can find us in the UK on uh, Masters of Malt or uh, Hoffman's or the Craft Gin Club. Very um, nice. So there's a few places there that we can uh, we can ship to you, mm-hmm. uh, and they ship you know throughout Europe and different places. So. Absolutely, we've got a lot of but, European listeners here. Yep, yeah, but I think your your best off is to come down to Le Faire Bleu and come say, yeah, just come <laughs> to the we'll, Caribbean. We'll <laughs> I'd love to see like the still and all that. That's what that's what the listeners need to do. Come visit you guys, and then of course um, for those that haven't checked out bluelightgen.com, that's the website and all the links to social are there. So guys, okay, this is so cool, and you guys are while many a number of years in you've got some great upside in front of you so we can't wait to have you back on down the road and um, can't wait to hear more of your stories and i can't wait to come visit i'm coming to visit okay yeah yeah hold you to it bring come on down (laughs) (laughs) i love it thanks guys the contender cast is sponsored by henderson shapiro peck and powered by contender brands you can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. <laughs>